All right, all right, here we are yet again with another episode of English and Coffee. It's your wonderful host, Demian. Today I'm sipping on some Bowtown Roasters Arabic coffee uh, from Bojangles. It's got a decent sip to it. I don't even know how many sugars I put in it. The lady just handed me a handful of packets, opened them up, poured them in, poured about two of the creams that she gave me. One was a French vanilla and the other one a dairy stan or something like that. Dairy stare, I don't know what it is. But it's just basically French vanilla. So that's what we're sipping on. It's a little cold. They're expecting a frost to come in over the weekend. Something around, I don't know, need to put salt on the roads. They're salting the roads now and don't go out if you don't have to. So after I get done reporting this, recording this podcast, I'm going to have to go on out there and uh, make a run, pick up a few items. But today we're just going to go ahead and jump into it. Like I said, sipping on this coffee. I've been sipping on it a little bit, so we got the caffeine working. Tongue is flexible, the mouth is moving, we're enjoying ourselves. Coffee's warming down, well, cooling off, but it's still got a nice little warmth to the to the touch. Well, let's go ahead and take a sip. And let's get into it. You know, sometimes when I record this uh, podcast and I'm all caffeinated over here, sometimes I think I'm talking faster than I actually am because when I listen to the audio, I'm like, man, I was talking slow. Felt like I was talking fast. Guess it's just because my ideas sometimes are, you know, it feels like you're just flying at, you know, warp speed, but I guess that's what the coffee does. <laughs> but you really haven't changed. It's just your perception of what's happening. I've got a nice little flock of seagulls. Hovering around the car, I guess they think I'm going to be throwing out french fries or something, but that's not happening here because this is English and coffee. we got our windows rolled up, and we're just taking shots of caffeine. Across the street, I have a van broke down over there at the gas station. They got the hood up. I guess that's what people do. You pull up to a gas station, put your hood up, and I guess people are just going to come up and volunteer support. Maybe that's what they do. Maybe they don't. Who knows? But we're recording a podcast here. So today... What I would like to do is kind of go through an exercise with you, something you can do when you just want to explore English, get deeper into it. You can do this to explore any topics, and you probably do this at work in some capacity or just in your free time, but I don't know if you necessarily do that with English. If you do, here's a reminder. But I think at the same time as I talk through this, it'll be a good opportunity for me to maybe even come across some words, topics that I never even thought of sharing with you just to increase your fluency of the English language. So, um, what I've done is I've just, you know, I'm using my phone here. I'm recording on my tablet, using my phone. I'm just going to start with the basic topic. So, you know, this can be any topic that you pick, but I'm going to talk through it, you know, tell you what I'm seeing, read some of what I'm seeing, go through it and just show you how quickly information can come to you. Now, I know a lot of people sit here and say, uh, well, you know, you want to study English, but what to study, where to start. Best thing to do is start with your interests. I always say that. Start with your interests. If you're interested in something, I don't care if it's a plant, fruit, drugs, women, whatever your bag is, business, computers, that's what you start with. Now, you can even be more specific. So let's just say, okay, so like I said, I'm just on here doing basic Google searches. I'm going to be, I guess, a live not live because this is going to be recorded for you as you're listening, but I'm doing this all in real time. So since I mentioned computers, let's just say Elon Musk. So I'm typing in Elon Musk, right? 
sitting here on my mobile device typing in Elon Musk and let's see what pops up so we're sitting here we've got Elon Musk at the top we've got a couple images I guess these are the most searched images he's 50 years old he was born in uh, what is that June 1971 he has a few children with some weird names as we know a couple pictures I guess people that are on the same level as him a little Wikipedia page about his uh, South African histories Canadian history citizenships he has two citizenships I guess he's got dual citizenship he's a founder CEO and chief engineer of SpaceX CEO and product product architect of Tesla so he's a busy man now who doesn't know this okay now let's just say you're somebody who's into science and you want to build up your science vocabulary you want to learn more about science or maybe you just want to learn more about Elon Musk but here's the thing this is the flood of information that's coming my way we're already seeing an article here that somebody wrote for 2021 person of the year Elon Musk in the Time magazine Elon Musk was on uh, CNBC there's uh, his SpaceX website is up here. SpaceX designs, manufactures, and launches advanced rockets and spacecraft. Company was founded in 2002. Now this is just stuff that I'm just looking at right here. Um, Elon Musk official site. Elon Musk money. Oh, so now we're curious. How much is Elon Musk worth? So Elon Musk net worth. Not that I'm that interested in it but just just say you were you know just for the purpose of this this exercise so elon musk somebody's already condensed it so elon musk says he lives in a fifty thousand dollar tiny home and he's actually living at a friend's austin mansion okay this is definitely old information well no they're saying this is as, as current as january 2022 the 10 richest people in the world added a combined 402 billion to their fortunes in 2021 according to the bloomberg billionaires index with Musk's 277 billion net worth, by far the largest fortune. Okay, interesting. Now I'm clicking on the article from the Austin American Statesman. Tesla's Elon Musk added 121 billion. Got to look out for these freaking pop-ups, killing me. Okay, so you click the pop-up and blah blah blah. All right, so let's see. If it seems like 2021 was a chaotic and history-making year for the Austin area's economy, well, it's basically that's exactly what it was. Okay. Oh, Austin area's uh, economy, well, it's because that's exactly what it was. Tesla and Samsung delivered huge economic development wins. The housing sector, okay. Oh, and Elon Musk seemingly became part of an everyday life for those of us who lived in Central Texas. Blah, 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 Tesla takeover. It's fair to say that many of us, 2021, will be remembered as the year when Tesla became Austin's most talked about company. Okay, so Austin, I guess it's in that area. So maybe he did move, who knows. What is more on so on and so forth about that? I mean, not that we're all excited and whatever about um, Elon Musk, but that was just the first example. Let's go ahead and shift over to another one. So let's just say somebody's out there and they're a culinary expert or that's just their their interest um let's see how to cook chicken very basic start off with the basic sentence request build from there first thing we see whole bunch of recepts uh recepts <laughs> recipes uh we have pictures videos i guess uh, locations where you can go to restaurants and then news on chicken cooking i guess Juicy stovetop chicken breast, 
baked chicken breast, juicy oven baked chicken breast, how to cook shredded chicken. So, a bunch of adjectives, descriptive words, descriptive images, without even clicking on any articles, just typed in the basic question, how to cook chicken, what else is here? How do you properly cook chicken? How do you cook chicken for beginners? How do you cook raw chicken? How long does it take to cook chicken? Whole bunch of information right here. Baked chicken breast. Give me some oven. Okay, that's an interesting website. Give me some oven. Let's click on it. And let's see what kind of uh, recipe they have here. Baked chicken breast. This post may contain affiliate links. Please read my disclosure policy. So we all know what affiliate links are. Affiliate links are those links you click that send you to another website and the owner or author of the website gets a kickback for sending the traffic. My all-time favorite oven-baked chicken breast recipe never fails me thanks to this simple five-step method that is easy to make and customize with your favorite seasonings. A few weeks ago on Insta, Okay, so I guess that's the cool way to say Instagram now. You say Insta. When I was on Insta, I don't say that. Instagram, if I say Instagram, I'm going to say Instagram. I guess this is for the little people who try to be trendy. When I was surfing through Insta, and I guess, uh, what, Facebook now is what, meta? You know, all these little short terms. A few weeks ago on Insta, I asked if you, uh, I asked if you all might be interested in the back-to-back -back series about the best ways to bake proteins i.e. chicken, pork, steak, seafood, tofu, etc. How are you even going to put tofu in the same conversation as chicken and pork, steak, seafood? Uh, for me, it doesn't make sense, but I guess if you're a vegan, tofu is probably about the only thing you eat. A resounding yes, please. Tons of you had requesting questions about methods for cooking various proteins, plus more than a few tales to tell about proteins gone not so right over the years. Okay, I don't know about you, but I haven't had that much trouble cooking. I mean, I can cook, so I really don't need to look up how to cook, right? But I guess the people that are commenting on her website or whatever, people that just go in there and burn water. I don't know how you would do that. Burn water. Um, what? Can't, can't bake a cake. You know, cakes fall. Stuff doesn't rise. I don't know. I mean, some people struggle with that. I just don't struggle with that. I mean, I've been cooking <laughs> since I could you know, reach the counters. Uh, but I guess there are a few people out here that just haven't quite figured it out. So on her website, she has a few videos, one minute recipe. So some of the ingredients she's putting in here, let's see, you need boneless, skinless chicken breast, butter or olive oil, kosher salt, seasonings. Okay, doesn't really give them the specifics on what to use. Kosher salt, butter, or olive oil, and chicken breast. Okay, well, we know who's cooking this chicken. Somebody without a taste, without taste buds. I've never gone in the kitchen with just olive oil and some freaking uh, kosher salt and called my cuts, consider that seasoning food. Uh, never happened, never will happen. I need a little more than that. Then she goes into how to brine, brush, and rub, and roast, and rest the chicken. I guess some people need all this stuff explained, but I don't. All right, let's take a break, and then maybe we'll go into another topic or two. All right, so shifting, shifting gears here, still sticking with the Google search and just how to use the Internet and all that stuff, you know, just for your exploration of English. Because, like I said, it's not even necessarily about going on here to find a concrete answer. You're just going on here utilizing your English. Now, you will be reading a ton of information, you know, scanning for information, looking for something interesting. So this is scanning. That's why I'm talking at the rate that I'm talking, because I'm scanning. 
And I'm just talking about it as I'm scanning. Now, Pulp Fiction popped in my mind. Great movie. Awesome movie. If you haven't watched it, watch it. Now, type in Pulp Fiction. What kind of things come up? Of course, there's trailers for the movies, ratings for the movies, all the actors, Quentin Tarantino, Uma Thurman, um, Sam Jackson. I mean, you know, the classics, John Travolta. What's so special about Pulp Fiction? What is the deeper meaning of Pulp Fiction? If there is even a deeper meaning of Pulp Fiction. So this is where you get the most uh, searched questions about the film. A lot of imagery from the film, a lot of dialogue, a lot of commentary. So let's just click on, I don't know, Pulp Fiction Wiki. So I guess it'd be short for Wikipedia since everybody's shortening everything. See what Pulp Fiction is. Pulp Fiction is a 1994 American black comedy crime film written and directed by Quentin Tarantino, who conceived it with Roger Avery. So it has John Travolta, Sam Jackson, Bruce Willis, Uma Thurman. Like I said, it tells several stories of criminal in Los Angeles. The title refers to pulp magazines and hard-boiled crime novels. We know this. Let's see. Let's get a little more into it. Tarantino, who wrote... Pulp Fiction in 1992 and 93, incorporating scenes that Avery originally wrote for True Romance. Okay, so I guess Quentin Tarantino was under the tutelage of Avery in some capacity. Considerable screen time is devoted to monologues and casual conversations with eclectic dialogue, revealing each character's perspectives on several subjects in the film features an ironic combination of humor and strong violence. I mean, you could say all that about the movie. You could just say it was a good movie. I mean, I didn't go that deep on it. I just watched the movie and was like, it's crazy. It's insane. I enjoyed it. I had a good time. But I guess for those that just really want to get, you know, deep, deep, deep into it. Now, if this was a movie for you, right? Let's just say this is one of your favorite films. You could do some deep diving on Pulp Fiction and you're going to come across all types of vocabulary, all types of English clips things that just reinforce your understanding of Pulp Fiction. I mean, you could literally just pick one thing and just go to the end of the rabbit hole. You know, come in wherever you're at, just pick an interest, start there, and just go down the rabbit hole. This is what you would call going down the rabbit hole. I think this is what we're going to call this um, this episode, going down the rabbit hole. Because, I mean, it just goes deeper and deeper. Now, I mean, as this information just unfolds you click on something else and you go deeper and then there will never be like you are at the end of the internet you are at the end of the information you have learned everything about pulp fiction you will never hit that point you know with with searching on the internet even searching any topic murder who killed who shot johnny rock who killed uh who framed roger rabbit you know any of that type of stuff i mean you could just keep going and going and going that's what's called going down the rabbit hole so if you ever really just want to uh you're like oh i want to practice english today right? Or we'll study French, whatever language you're studying, right? Hopefully it's English if you're listening to this. But if you're studying something, you say, I'm going down the rabbit hole today. And it's going to take you wherever it takes you. There is no concrete destination. Your whole, your whole thing is just to step into the hole and land where you may. You can step into the hole 50 times a day, you'll land somewhere different. Uh, based on, you know, the topic that you're searching. Now, the more finite your topic is i mean there's only going to be so much information you're going to find like how many ways can you prepare sushi right i mean how many ways can you start a car i mean there's some creative people out there but i mean there's not going to be like 99 
thousand ways to do it, probably 50 that work, you know, maybe 99,000 attempts, but 50, 50 work or something like that, you know, Speedway, the creation of Speedway, there's only one company that created it and they moved it and they built it, you know, but when you're just going in general, like just to study English, so there's really no, if you have a phone, you know, access to the internet, a computer, you can pick any topic, but pick a topic of interest because that's what's going to push you to the next level. You're going to want to read. You're going to want to engage with that content or that material. You're going to sit there and watch that boring lecture. You're going to sit there and watch that interesting biography, you know, autobiography about somebody. You're, you're going to do it because it's something that's interesting to you. Um, but yeah, so I mean, just right here off this one link, I mean, there's probably a hundred links on this page. You can see all the little hyperlinks. Let's see, plays Jody's friend Trudy, who does a who does little but smoke a bong during the scene where Vincent revives Maya. Yeah, Burr Steers. Burr Steers. I guess this is a character. Burr Steers appears as Roger, a friend of Brett's, nicknamed Flock of Seagulls by Jules. Now let's click on that link and let's see where it takes us. Burr Gore Steers is an American actor screenwriter and director. His films include Igby Goes Down, 17 Again. He is a nephew of writer Gore Vidal. Uh, let's see what's in his thing. We're going down the rabbit hole. He wrote and directed Igby Goes Down. Okay, now this is what, the fifth time we've heard Igby Goes Down? Let's click on Igby Goes Down and see what Igby Goes Down is. Igby Goes Down is a 2002 American comedy drama film that follows the life of Igby Slocum, a rebellious and sardonic teenager who attempts to break free of his familial ties and wealth. Overbearing mother, the film was written and directed by Burr Steers. Okay, blah, 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 blah. Okay, interesting. Who's that kid? I recognize that kid just a little bit. The kid looks familiar. It looks like, almost looks like McConaughey Culkin, but it's not. Okay, so who's starring in it? Ah, Kieran Culkin. I guarantee you he's the brother of Macaulay Culkin. Now, here we are. See, this is what we're saying. Now, I'm seeing this kid. He looked familiar. I thought it was Macaulay Culkin. It's like, it looked like one of those Culkin boys, right? But it's his brother. I didn't really know he had a brother. Wow. Now, I clicked on his name. Kieran Kyle Culkin, born September 30th, 1982, is an American actor. The brother of actors Macaulay and Rory. He began his career as a child actor in the films Home Alone, Father of the Bride, the Mighty, was he in the was he in the movie Home Alone with his brother? Okay, if so, which one was he? Let's see. Now, see, we're going down the rabbit hole. So, in this film, it has Macaulay Culkin, Joe Pesci, blah blah blah. Doesn't say anything about his brother. Cast. Let's look at the cast. John Candy. Kristen, mine. Oh, I was. So, Kieran Culkin as Fuller, Kevin's youngest cousin. Wow. So, Kevin's cousin in the film Home Alone is his actual biological brother. Wow. Interesting. Good to know. But see, this is what happens when you go down the rabbit hole. We're all the way over here on Macaulay Culkin. We started with freaking, what was it, Pulp Fiction. Then we went to Burst Steers. Then we went to Igby Goes Down. Then we find found Kieran Culkin. And now here we are on Home Alone, finding that they're related. Interesting. But 
that's a little bit on how you can go down the rabbit hole. So I think we'll go ahead and uh, wrap this up because it is temperature is dropping a little bit out here. But um, I suggest you pick pick a rabbit hole of interest, grab a cup of coffee, and Geronimo. <laughs> I'll see you in the next one.